0: Hey Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. Before we begin, I highly recommend that you get headphones so that you can listen. Um, Clearly, to every single thing that I'm going to say to you. Um, This is a really good conversation for me and you to have. If you're driving in your car, that's fine, but we really just don't want to have any distractions around you. So if you have like your kids and, you know, just loudness going on in your background, you really want to minimize that because this conversation is going to really help you to see where the world is going in the next couple of years. Now, if you listen to the podcast titled Vision 2022, Um, I did talk about um, the structures of business and the structures of school and education and how those particular structures will be changing. And I also gave an example of the owner of Rolls-Royce, how he started um, working as an apprentice before he moved into his own collaboration to bring forth the Rolls-Royce fleet. Now, the thing that I want to talk to you about, specifically about our community, when I say our community, I mean the community of color, okay, people of color, African American, African period, when it comes to all of us, this is globally, it's not just in America, this is how we are globally. I really want you to understand that there is no large luxury spa that is owned by a black person or that has a multicultural specialty. And I want you to understand how specific that is, okay? Just because you have a large spa in the country of Africa does not mean that it is catered to the treatment of multicultural skin. Understanding that our industry is still fairly new when it comes to finding classes and courses and information related to the treatment of our skin. You also understand that there are beyond the treatment, there are things that we as professionals have to also work on in order to make sure that our businesses operate um, with high professionalism, high quality um, services. One thing that I love to see online is I love to see the rich girl TikTok. Um I love following that because it's amazing to see women of color being able to invest in themselves and really um you know take care of their self-care and provide themselves very elevated experiences. After speaking to a few young ladies who are corporate professionals or who are influencers and who have no problem dropping um, high amounts of money on themselves, okay, and I'm talking about like spending at least 500 plus on a self-care day for themselves. What I've noticed is that beyond them investing in themselves, they invest in people who also invest in themselves. And so this is why the message that I want to drive home to you is that you as the professional if you don't look like something then it's safe to say that you won't bring in that type of clientele if you're trying to get an influencer or corporate type professional that will pay you that higher amount of money now I know that it can be very hard to um, listen to someone telling you these are some things to change, instead of focusing on the thing that needs to be changed, you might be upset because the person is calling it out. And I totally understand. But the only way for our industry to elevate and to begin to dominate is for us to really take a long, hard look and to understand that we have a wide open lane when it comes to luxury aesthetics for multicultural skin of color. A wide open lane, okay? It's very disappointing that many of us feel that we have to go to low vibrational activities in order to bring people into our businesses. And I want you to understand this from a way of frequency. If you're in the blueprint, we have talked about frequencies. We've talked about the law of vibration. And I want you to know that moving into this next phase, which I did speak about in that podcast, Vision 2022, and I also spoke about it again in Study Your Life, is where I talked about vibration. And I talked about understanding how your frequency is portrayed to the outside world. So if you are moving in a state of desperation and in a state of lack, um, in a state of unawareness, in a state of depression, things like that, you could be emitting a frequency that is also attracting levels of lack, levels of inadequacy, levels of depression, levels of indifference. And so it's extremely important that you are are examining how you feel and that you're also examining how you are moving in the world. Now, what do I mean by that? On your social media. If you are posting um, one example would be a live video of you waxing a client, a client is spread eagle on live. That is emitting a low frequency state. The reason is because you have to ask yourself what mindset or what frequency and feeling were you in when you came to the solution of going live with someone half naked getting a service. So even though you are, in your mind, marketing a service and you're trying to show people what you're doing, ultimately, you're not you're not finding a solution that's on the frequency of the client you want to attract. You are emitting from the frequency that you are in. So in your mind, you think that it is okay to show a half naked person on an app. Now, when you're looking at emitting on the frequency of your client, you have to ask yourself, would my client, my ideal client, feel comfortable with watching someone spread eagle on a live getting a service? Would my client feel comfortable being the client that is laying down, getting their photo taken or their video taken um, for this service? And once you start really shifting that you understand that this new world is going to operate more on frequency than it does on anything else. Now, we are moving ages. I did talk about the age of Aquarius and things like that in another podcast episode. But um, if you study quantum physics, there's actual names for it, okay? So our world used to operate on a Newtonian model, which basically means what goes up must come down. I pay you, I get a service. You do this for me, I do that for you. It became very um, cause and effect, right? And so now we're moving into what is called a more quantum era, which is where we are examining the quantum effects of our decisions. So if I pay you a thousand dollars for you to teach me how to do something, it's not just I'm paying you and you give me a class. It's I'm paying you, but with this thing you give me, what type of of growth will I see um, in the future, right? So you don't just look at Oh, I want to learn something. Let me pay for it. Boom. I pay for the class. It's done. No, you're looking at what in the future is this going to get me? The problem with this shift is that if you are not a person that accepts the process of unlearning and relearning, unlearning and relearning, unlearning and relearning constantly, you will begin to make abrupt decisions that don't align with the future quantum effects. Here's an example. Let's say you want to go to aesthetic school. Okay, and I saw this example in real time. So I'm giving you just a real time example that I saw. Let's say you want to go to aesthetic school and you're looking for a school that has Um, all the things that you're looking for. You want this school to have um, digital experience. You want them to have, you know, textbook, a kit, all these items that you want from a school that you've toured all the schools around you. And this school seems to be the best of the best. Yet you find another school and that school is listed at a completely cheaper price than the school you were looking at. You might think, oh, here's a plan B. It's cheaper let me just go here and get it out the way. But if you have a champagne expectation, a champagne quantum effect that you're seeking, yet you are looking to spend on a dollar store budget, then you're not properly equating the expectations. Because instead, you're thinking, I'm going to get all these extravagant things, but the investment didn't match. Therefore, the actual expectation didn't match either. You settled based on the price. So now when something happens where you're like, why didn't I get this thing? Or why didn't I have this item? In the old world, it would be, well, you get what you pay for, right? You pay that cheap amount. So just deal with it, stick it out and move forward. But now in this new um, transition that people are going into, it is, No, I entrusted you with my money and I haven't seen any growth. I would like to see these particular things so that I can be better in the future. This huge shift is beyond money. It's beyond any form of currency that we have in the world today. This particular um, shift is reflecting that You can no longer pay it away. You can no longer look for the cheapest option. You will now have to begin to think the same way as how it was back in the day where there were apprenticeships, where you actually worked under the people who did what you wanted done so that you can learn the why of what you do and then from there decide if you want to 10X it or take it further. But you can no longer say, well, I want to have the same career as, let's say, Beyonce, but you're only willing to invest, you know, maybe a third or maybe an eighth of what she invested to get to where she is. So quantum, um, the quantum era is something that if you don't study quantum physics, then you're probably like, what is she talking about? But at the core of it, I just want you to understand about the compounding effect of what you're doing. It's no longer, let me just do this and you do this for me. It's if I do this for you, what am I getting from this? And you being able to actually implement that into place. Now, I want to set this tone and I want to shift it a little bit because I have worked in hospitality for almost 17 years. This year, in about a week and a half, I'll be celebrating six years since I clocked in on a job. And what I will tell you is that keeping an open mind, unlearning and relearning, and really allowing the people who had the results that I wanted to see to coach me and guide me literally led me to this moment to where I feel more confident in my decisions of being the business owner of my life. And I think when you look at your life as a business, you understand that every decision, every partnership, every collaboration, every move you make has to have a quantum effect of some sort. You don't just keep friends around you. You want to have friends around you that bring a quantum value, meaning it's not just, oh, well, you know, my friend... Um, Comes to my birthday parties And I go to hers My friend buys me gifts And I buy her gifts My friend comes over once a week And I go over there once a week No, you want to have Actual friendships Where every time you talk to them There is a multiplied ratio Of an effect in your life Whether it be you know, getting through a hard time, whether it be um, always being there to um, check in and see how you're doing. You're looking at the quantum effect. It's no longer just the fact of saying you're friends and being okay with that. Literally, you're looking for reciprocity and you're looking for the quantum leap. So the question that I have for you is why do we not seek to make sure that the the um, relationship that we have with our clients is effectively the same quantum level. And after observing this for the last three years, I've realized that in the beauty industry as a whole, we are the only industry where we are literally in charge of self-care, confidence and beauty, yet we don't effectively put those things at the forefront of our life. And it's also because we love to help. A lot of us are people pleasers. Well, I'm no longer a people pleaser, but a lot of us are people pleasers. And you do for other people, but you will do it at the detriment of yourself. So while you're telling your clients that they should start taking their health serious, or you're telling your clients that they should start taking their skincare serious, you yourself are not doing that same effect. So then there becomes a disconnect of frequency. Every time you meet your client, you know, you may hear them say, oh, I'm tired. And then instead of you being able to take control of the conversation and say, okay, well, let's find some ways to help you build your energy. Now you're like, I'm tired too. And so now you have two frequencies where most of our clients come in on a lower frequency because they're tired or or they're, you know, needing um They're just, you know, ready for self-care. But if you're on that same frequency, you're not helping them elevate and rise up. This is something that I've noticed in our industry um, and in our community. We have to be comfortable with setting the standard and not lowering it for money, for not pissing people off, for anything. The standard has to be set. All right. My model for 2022 is Harvard level. I want everything, especially when it comes to my academy and the education and the supplies that I provide for my clients and students, I want it to be Harvard level only. And the price... Is going to be high because the quantum effects of it are going to help take your life to the next level. This is how we've been able to take students who come in at zero, one, two, or $3,000 a month. And within six months of going through our program, they're able to see 10 times that amount coming in monthly to where now they're like, wow, all it took was me really focusing, having a system, unlearning those old things and relearning. New things. So, with that, it frustrates me as a person who is upholding that standard to see how many of us will lower our goals when the end result is not where we want it to be just yet. If you say you want to reach $5,000 in income and you are not committing every single day to achieving your goals, when you feel the timeline isn't moving the way it should go, you stop three feet from gold. And if you haven't read that book, make sure you read it three feet from gold. You will literally stop. You're on a move. You're pushing through. You're going through the steps of being a business owner. I've mentioned this in another podcast episode. There's going to be ups and downs, ups and downs, but that's a heartbeat. We can't just be at one level. We have to grow. We have to have those those valleys because those valleys make the next peak greater. And so if you are, are at a point where you feel like nothing is working for you, most of the time, it's not that nothing is working for you. It's that your frequency keeps changing so much that you're Confusing everyone around you. So if you put out that you are a luxury business and you're saying that you know you offer luxury services and you're also saying that you only supply the best of the best, that's one frequency. Your marketing will, f- will reflect that frequency, but one decision made in a lower frequency can derail you however long it takes. Let's say you used to use the best wax and that wax was like the most amazing wax. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to use a different wax because it's cheaper. Maybe in that moment you made that decision because your income wasn't looking the way you wanted it to. So instead of finding a way to buy less bulk size of the one that you know is working for you and your clients love, you decide to buy the cheaper version because you want to save money. But now you bring that product in and it doesn't have flexibility. It's breaking off. It's hurting clients. It's causing redness. And now you wasted money on a product that's not tried, tested, and true, all because you made a decision when your frequency was lower, all because of an outer situation, which was your finances, right? And so these are the things that we have to look at. When you're looking at school, you want a school that has the best of the best, but you tell yourself, I can't have the best of the best because it's too much money. But Literally, you're spending more money because when you invested in the cheaper option, now you have to find another option, invest fully into that option. And do you get what I'm saying here? I'm letting you know that basically you will spend more money trying to take the cheaper route. It never fails. Even if you bought like five pairs of cheap jeans over time, if you invested in really good jeans and you really took the time to take care of them properly, those things would last longer than those things that you didn't spend a lot of money on and don't care about. Now, the biggest thing that I hear is that our industry is oversaturated. And I want to let you know that our industry is not oversaturated because for some odd reason, we Decide that when we come into this industry, we want to compete on price and we want to constantly come from this desperate and indifferent state where literally you are posting out of desperation. Your posts are sell, 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 or your posts are focused only on, hey, buy today, it only costs this much. And that frequency will not hold, especially if you're saying that you're luxury and things like that, because a person on a higher frequency is not looking at the price. They're looking for the high quality experience. And so when you are speaking on the frequency of the person looking for the high quality experience, you know that they're not impressed by the money. They want to know what the benefits are. And so you would have to continually speak on that, which means you're not focusing on the what and the how much it costs. You're focusing on the why and the quantum effect of what you're doing. I'm not just speaking about facials. I'm speaking about the quantum effect of investing in yourself in a private studio, using your skincare products daily and committing that every morning and every night you're going to do your routine Because over time, you want your skin to maintain a glow that shows that you take care of yourself. One of the top three things that people who are wealthy take care of is their skin, their teeth, and their hair. Because they want to always make sure that they are presentable and that when they go to their meetings, if it looks like they take attention and care to themselves, it is a subconscious reflection that they will also take care of the deal or the person or the client that they are talking to. This is also why a lot of wealthy people get tailored clothing or custom clothing because you are creating and designing your clothing to you so that you are the most... um, Luxury, high quality, one of one version of yourself. But for some odd reason, we don't want to do that. We want to do what we've always done because it's how we've always done it. And then when someone tells us there's a different way, we, instead of saying, Yes, there has to be a different way, teach me, we say, Oh, your price is too much. Oh, who do you think you are telling me that I'm, you know, doing something different, right? And when you unlearn that habit, then you will begin to relearn the things that you need to go through. So when someone says to me, oh, the industry is oversaturated. No, the industry is not oversaturated. The bottom is oversaturated. And for some odd reason, so many estheticians and estheticians of color are running to saturate the bottom. This is why when you look at your senses, you look at prices that other people are charging and you decide to charge one to two dollars less. This is what It's called the Price is Right effect. Just like the show The Price is Right, how you have everybody naming the price and then you have that one person that says, $1, Bob, and then it's like that person wins because they got the lowest price. Well, in the real world, that person doesn't really win because in The Price is Right, those other players have another opportunity for the next big deal. But with that concept of, the $1 concept, you're taking whatever it is. And instead of you setting firm to the price, even if it's wrong, you decide to say $1 because you're going to accept anything that comes your way. And that's where there's a disconnect in the client to the professional. That's where there's a disconnect for education in our industry. That's where there's a disconnect between the wealth gap and why there's a huge plethora of estheticians who have tens of thousands into their back bars, but they don't feel comfortable charging into the three digit range this is why there's a disconnect because when someone's telling you where you're going wrong and someone's saying hey we are aesthetics we are a luxury first and then you make it a need when you don't understand that You joined an industry of luxury and that you have to make it a need for the right client. If you don't understand that, then you're going to constantly sit at the bottom wondering why everyone else is excelling above you or why it seems like um, estheticians who are not of color are getting further than you are. And it's simply because of belief. They believe in themselves and they also understand the power of collaboration, If you don't feel comfortable setting your price, go place yourself in a business that has that price as the baseline so that you can then benefit from the clients that come in from that. And I know, I know this is a hard conversation. I really want you to receive this in love. But if you're going to open your own business, then you have to understand that there's a standard in order to run your business. Yes, you have to pay your permits. Yes, you have to pay your taxes. But you also have to uphold a level of professionalism that aligns with your client. And for some odd reason, we believe that showing nudity and acting crazy on social media is the only way to get it. And I'm here to let you know it's not, okay? So I want y'all to stop oversaturating the bottom, okay? We are not competing on price. When you know that you're a one of one, you set your price and you understand your value and you explain your benefits. And those who are not aligned to that frequency, you don't chase them. Because your goal is to attract the rightfully aligned client that is looking for you. I will tell you that when I took my break last year for six months and I stopped doing facials because I had so many things going on in my personal life that I really just couldn't focus. I sent an email, let my clients know what was going on, and I left it at that. I didn't leave them any sort of recommendation because I'm not going to lie to you in the state of, or in St. Louis, I don't have any other estheticians that I've trained or people that I know are at a custom point in their career. So I didn't leave any sort of recommendation. But what I did do was I let them know, hey, if you're looking for estheticians, here's a way to search and to look for these particular things so you can see if those estheticians are for you or not. The biggest thing that many clients came back when I opened up again, they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're back. The biggest thing that they told me was an issue for them was the level of of amateur that they saw when it came to estheticians. See, clients that are going to spend high tickets, and I mean high tickets like 150 up, but I mean, once you start getting over 300, it's even more like, serious, is that when they come in, most professionals are like, so what are you getting today? That is a turnoff to the elite client that is really trying to invest in themselves and basically spend 150 plus every month with you. That is a huge turnoff. Instead, it's, okay, let's examine your skin. I'm going to do a brief consultation. And then from there, I'll let you know what I recommend for your skin. That is a more professional, specialist way to approach your client. Every time you say, what would you like today? That is the fast food equivalent of running your business in aesthetics. It's not like... If a client goes to a hairstylist and they say, I want my hair color blonde, and then the hairstylist says, "Okay, perfect, you know, um, these are let's look over your hair and then I'll let you know what type of blonde you can go for. No, aesthetics is different because the skin is an organ. So you may have to tell clients you don't need a pill right now. We need to build your barrier health up. Or you may have to tell clients, hey, let's look at your lifestyle. Are you going on vacation? Okay, so you need to get on this routine. It means that you are going to have the authority and sometimes you have to say no. And many of you are going right from whatever entry level job and then you go right into aesthetic school and then you graduate school and you want to open your own business because you saw somebody else do the same thing. And I hope you're not following what I did because listen, I have years of management experience managing the operations of hospitality companies. So I know how to put together an amazing client experience, which I show you guys in my classes. But if you don't have that initial knowledge and you open up a business, you're moving in like an employee and you're not moving in like a CEO or business manager. And the clients that are corporate professionals that are possibly in those management roles, they see you as an amateur and they're not going to tell you. Instead, they're going to continue their search to find a professional who can manage their skin. They hire an esthetician. They don't just go to a spa. Okay, so I want you guys to understand that as you're moving along your way, because the bottom is crowded. Like being the bottom of the barrel in our industry is not an accomplishment. Making a lot of money is a huge accomplishment if you're able to get sales. But once you start realizing that a higher standard is required in order to step into that elite client, if you're not willing to step into that, you are accepting the bottom of the barrel. And I'm going to let you know right now that that is not elite. And that is one reason why so many people say that there's so many estheticians. There are so many estheticians, but there is No oversaturation when it comes to being an elite esthetician. Is it the longer route? Yes, because it requires a more focused way of meeting your client. However, it is very lucrative and it takes the same amount of work. So why put yourself at the bottom? Why compete for the bottom? Okay, set your quality and begin to emit on the frequency, the high frequency that your clients are looking for. The final thing I will say is that standards are absolutely key. And when it comes to um, things like certificates, I don't want you guys to get blindsided. Um, I had a few people asking me why my programs don't offer certificates of completion. And I actually have only one particular program that does offer a certificate. And that is only because it is a state approved program. I want to let you know now that no Certificate of completion um, is necessarily valuable in your career. Now, classes and continuing education are important with the implementation. Okay, so what I mean by that is if you decide you want to be a solo business owner and you are going to take all the classes and courses, that's fine. You can collect all the certificates of completion as you want to, but no implementation, it's as if you didn't take the class. If you're an employee, those certificates of completion simply serve as the actual document to prove that you took the class. But again, implementation means you learned nothing. You basically just checked off a box and kept it moving, okay? So a lot of you are looking for certificates, but unless you're trying to submit these to an employer, the certificates don't matter. See, we have many five-figure earners we have many six-figure earners and we have a huge amount of students a huge percentage of students that are earning above national average why because of the implementation that in itself shows that you are listening and operating at the strategy your business is your diploma or your degree right but a certification, a certification and a license, those things are provided by state and national institutions. And they're also provided by accredited institutions. So if you're just going to a business owner who is teaching you something and you're getting a certificate of completion, it really holds no weight unless you are providing that to your employer. Okay. And listen, Hey, you can debate me, but it's, I'm just letting you know what things to focus on as you move into your career. The best thing you can do is when you take a class, look at the quantum effects, okay? Yes, a person can put up an ebook or put up a class and say, hey, if you buy this bundle, it's going to help you get six figures. But we know that that's, not necessarily true you want to have a documented process how many people have they helped to achieve that same result because that will let you know if that process worked for them if they made a clash just to sell or if they're actually able to duplicate it among other people and that more times than not comes from actually um, working in the industry actually working in the industry. I want to say that again, actually working in the industry. Um, and, and I know that this is a lot to take in. So I'll go ahead and end this episode. But when it comes to actually building a business in the phase of the Vision 2022 from the podcast that I told you guys that I referenced to, okay, it's an old podcast episode called Vision 2022. I want you to understand that in this season, employers and the employee model is shifting greatly. There's the great resignation going on. Many people don't want to work for people. And it's because they are no longer enticed by, I'll give you an hour of my time. You'll pay me this for the hour. Instead, they want to work somewhere that's going to generate um, growth. So that would be being an independent contractor where you're not only working somewhere and getting commission, but you're also learning um, how to do different steps. You're learning how to manage a book. You're learning how to customize. You're learning how to talk to the clients. You're learning how to build out your service and create your own service to make it your own to make more income. Right. And so. Understanding that people are no longer doing this, give something, get something, and instead they want to see the quantum effects of it, it no longer is acceptable to just say that you went to esthetician school and you got a license. Many spas are understanding that you got to have more. Just because you have a license, you also need to come in with a level of value to bring to the skill set. And that in itself will help you to earn more in the long term. It's the same thing as having a resume and building up your skills, right? Maybe you worked a job and, and you worked at the front desk. It wasn't just you working the front desk making X amount an hour. It was you learning sales. It was you learning communication. It was you learning um, really how to calm our rate clients, right? Extracting those skills that you learn from each thing. However... Once you become a business owner and you have your own solo career, you must understand that it is your responsibility. I want you to get this now. It is your responsibility to invest in those things. See, when you are employed at a job, then the training manager will supply those things for you. Okay. When you go work at a job, that job, make sure that you are brought up to speed in terms of the training and the certifications that you need. However, when you make the decision that you want to do your own thing, okay, you have to understand that if you don't have the acumen, if you don't have someone coaching you, if you don't have some standard that you've set about yourself and have the initiative to keep, not only are you doing yourself a disservice, but you are running around Backwards, and that is going to be a disservice to you. All right, before you invest in that treatment room, before you invest in that new storefront, before you invest in all these big business things, I really want you to look at investing in the acumen and the knowledge that you need in order to effectively run your books, not your business your books. What I mean by that is your clients. Can you effectively manage 30, 60, 90, 100, 200, 500 people? Because if you cannot do that on your own, I would not recommend that you go into having a business just yet. You have to learn how to effectively manage the experience. And I actually do have a statistic for you. This is actually from Elevates Consulting, which if you guys um, know, Elena, she used to be our office manager and she has a consulting company basically she did a a synopsis and analysis where a third of the u.s population which is 100 million americans visit a spa every year and even after covid those people still feel safe at spas and salons so understanding that in the client's mind they see us as sanitary right she also mentions there is no pay gap for a great experience. 50% of people who earn less than $75,000 per year have admitted they will pay more and wait longer for excellent service. So there is no, um, you know, there is no lack of clients. Clients are looking for you. But there is a lack, and I've said this before, there is a lack of of knowledgeable estheticians who are upholding a standard of excellence. And I want you to decide in this next season that you're not going to compromise your goals because the bank account doesn't look where you need it to be. You're not going to compromise your goals because you just have to say you're a CEO. Your business success is what really matters. Your client's success is even more what really matters. And if you don't have the knowledge to do that, I would highly consider that you go work somewhere so that you can get that knowledge or that you understand that you are now responsible for the investment of getting what you don't have. All right. So listen, in this next season, I want you to understand that we are not lessening the standard for anyone. We are moving in excellence and we are going to run our businesses with the elite operations. And we are also going to invest in ourselves because if we're telling our clients that they need to relax and that they need to also not overwork themselves, then we understand that we have to also do the same for ourselves, but we have to work smarter in doing so. And what you don't know, it's time for you to unlearn the old, remove the defensiveness, and learn from someone who is doing what you are seeking to do successfully for themselves and for others. So all right, y'all, whatever you do, stay elite.